everybody. Welcome to another brand spiking new episode of Hartley Kayfabe. I am one of your uh, possibly esteemed, I don't know how esteemed I am, host Johnny Townsend, and I'm joined by two men who need no introductions. I'll introduce myself anyway. My name is Matt Johnson. <laughs> uh, <laughs> uh, I've been here for like uh, a couple months, and uh, I, I like pro wrestling. <laughs> uh, what's up? It's Chris back again, back from the dead. He's back. The He's dead back man again. walks. I'm back. We should be better, better than, than ever. ever. Let me ask you guys something. How would you guys feel about each of us having our own intro music, like wrestlers? So each time, like it's when when Johnny introduces us, the music starts playing for a little bit, and then we, I we'll don't talk. hate that. I don't hate that. <laughs> does it have to be? Does it have to be? Pro, can it be? Just pro wrestling names or any song? Oh, anything you your own, your own entrance music. Okay, because I did. Oh, yeah. You oh, decide like what you want to use. As what, your, was your your entrance. Entrance. what was your entrance? What was your entrance music? I had various yeah. ones when I did a uh, the like the amateur wrestling shtick. I did "Hungry for Heaven" by Dio, and then <laughs> nice. when I when I was doing my like Top Gun gimmick, I did not do "Danger Zone" because one of the other guys on the show uh, had that song. But uh, I did uh, "Icky Thump" by White Stripes. Oh, that's I just I just like the beat to it. It was like yeah. fun and like it still gets me pumped up. Like I'm driving in the radio or driving in the car and the radio. Yeah, driving the radio. Driving the radio. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> and that song comes on. I just like I don't know. I get to like this trance and I just want to start German suplexing people. And Soviet <laughs> Russia radio drives you. <laughs> that's amazing. So all right, very good. So uh, I like that idea. Uh, yeah, we, we've think, had a. This has been a wild, kind of a crazy week of wrestling, really. You could say as far that as dude. news outside as far of as news WWE. Goes. Yeah. <laughs> well, even even in WWE, they no, got some I stuff know, going on. Uh, there's a lot of sickness going around. Yep. Uh, you know, a lot. So their TLC pay per view, which is fastly approaching. I mean, as of us recording, it's literally the next day. Yep. Yeah. Uh, and they don't know, uh, we really don't know what's going to happen because a lot of the people supposed to be wrestling in it are under the weather, as they say. So I was reading on the Psycho Sids, and uh, apparently they're blaming me for this sickness. That really? makes sense. Uh, as you guys know, I was, sup- I was super sick. I also need to let you know that I write the Psycho Sids. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God, you just broke kayfabe. <laughs> That's it. I'm a modern wrestler. You're ruining I the just business. Break it all the time. You're ruining the business. Yeah. <laughs> Curtain call on the on the podcast. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, but yeah, you're not kidding, Johnny. Uh, it is. That's a big deal. Everybody's. It seems like who's like Alexa Bliss is sick. Finn Balor's sick. Uh, yeah. Manny Rose is sick. Uh, I mean, everybody. And then you've got Braun Strowman, who is still questionable. They still don't like. Nobody really knows if he's going to show up or not. Uh, yeah. Which is weird, right? Like normally yeah, the rumors, when, people would know it's happening. Yeah, especially when his uh, angle is pretty important with Raw, technically, yeah. storyline-wise. Uh, also, Bobby Roode is technically working kind of sick. Oh, jeez. From, from what I've read. Uh, yeah. So there's all kinds of... Uh, they've had this happen before. You remember, wasn't it just last year where, like, I think uh, Bray Wyatt and a couple other people had measles or something, I believe? Oh, something that's crazy. Right. Where they were out for, like, a month. Uh, I think he and his brother, and I want to say this is like the worst that's ever been. Like I've never heard of, I, like very rarely have I heard of people getting sick 
and you know, old wrestlers at least getting sick and having to miss time, and, and there being so many. Um, yeah. I don't know if it's because I'm sure back in the day a lot of wrestlers wrestled through it. Um, being sick, I mean, I've read some books where, where guys did do that, and, and maybe it's just a safety precaution uh, nowadays, but I, I just feel like I've never heard of it being this bad. Uh, I've heard of the injury bug, but never so much the sick bug. Yeah, it's crazy, right? Do you yeah. think maybe it's because uh, we're in an era now where a lot of wrestlers really just spend time, especially WWE wrestlers, I mean, they travel together all the time. They're always together. Maybe that's kind of a part of it, you know. It could be that too, but I think the way Matt was saying a lot back in the day, a lot of times the guys would just wrestle through it. And I think nowadays uh, there's a little bit more like they take a little bit more care of the wrestlers. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Uh, they don't have they don't have the insurance thing yet going, but like there's the whole concussion thing now. Uh, anything it seems like anytime there's something, they're like, listen, we'll just take the time to get better and we'll get you back in. You know what I mean? Yeah. yeah. Whereas Plus, before, they could take more drugs back then. <laughs> yeah, that's true. In all that's seriousness, true. like, like it is well, funny, but um, ain't nothing the, a needle can't fix. <laughs> that Bret Hart, uh, British Bulldog, uh, I think it was a SummerSlam '92 when they wrestled for the IC title. Uh, I think that was it. Um, Davy Hart was sick, but what he did was he drugged himself right up. He was like half comatose Good throughout Lord. the whole match, according to Bret. He said he he directed the whole thing that's so. insane <laughs> drugs are bad <laughs> don't do drugs uh yeah dude i don't know from what you just told me drugs are pretty great <laughs> they'll get you right through an entire match yeah unless you're jeff hardy you can actually wrestle oh yeah it is Ooh, yeah it is crazy though uh it is i, I thought hashtag i'm sorry I, I thought we had samoa joe on the line here for a second uh, oh, so uh, yeah, let's get into the week in wrestling, guys. So Raw and SmackDown this week, Johnny. You were we were talking about this kind of texting throughout the week, and you were saying that you actually like you thought Raw did a, a pretty decent job this week, um, Com- I, especially compared to how it has been. Uh, as in, here's the thing: I actually have some notes on my phone, and it says Raw positives, and I have a couple, and I have not had that in weeks. <laughs> Bro, weeks? I'm going to say months. I would say months, yeah. But uh, I'm being nice. Let's go through Raw real quick. <laughs> what did you guys think about the shoot promo where uh, they were basically blaming or ba- acknowledging how Raw sucks right now and the ratings are sucking uh, and Seth Rollins calls out uh, Corbin and, and then blames it on him? What did you guys think of that promo? I thought it was, it was funny, uh, really well done mm-hmm. I, I would say if, if that was their intention um I, i'm sure they all read the inter, interwebs and, and yeah. know that that's what the deal was but at the same time i seen on twitter about people you know people defending raw writing and saying how hard it is to write three hours of television a week just for that show alone well, plus everything else going on but it's so nonsense to me when they say this about th- we don't need three hours. We really right. don't. Nobody asked for it. Nobody asked and, and, for and, it. And if you think about it, it's only the USA about. The Network asked for it, I believe. It's only about two yeah. hours of writing because that whole other hour, if you really compile it, is nothing but them going earlier in the show, this happened. <laughs> earlier in the show, this True. happened. Last week, True. this happened. Two weeks ago, this happened. So that's like literally a full hour when you compile it. So I get it. It is hard to write a show consistently uh, and keep it uh, uh, co- completely engaging and entertaining. But, dude, I also feel like a lot of it's gotten so sloppy at Raw. 
So this kind of it was. I thought when they did this, I was just like, oh, I kind of like this. This this harkens back to the days where it starts blurring the lines of reality and and kayfabe. So you start going, whoa, they're like they're acknowledging the fact that they really suck right now. You know what I mean? Normally yeah. it's like raw. Yeah. We're number one. We're the the top brand. But uh, they I had thought, to do they had to do something. Yeah, though. I mean I they like- they had to. They were at a point where. I mean, yeah, this is usually at the time of year where the ratings aren't the best, but these are pretty atrocious from the sounds of it. Yeah. So they had to they had to do something to the point where like they announced that Vince McMahon is going to show up next week. Yeah. So you yeah. know it's bad when he does that, especially with him focusing. Yeah. Uh, this is XFL time, like pretty much. They're they're yeah. it, they got a little over a year. They're getting stuff figured out. Like I'm sure that's probably one of his his main priority right now. He's selling shares. Yep. Left and right, but obviously he still cares about uh, his wrestling product because he does still hold uh, a like bunch a, of shares. Eighty six percent still. Yeah, well, it's still crazy. I mean, just in the XFL alone, next they're they're saying by next year, by January, they're wanting to hire all these coaches and a bunch of quarterbacks already by then. Wow. Yeah, that, so it's it's gonna be he's gonna have you know he's gonna be busy. Uh, my favorite Indianapolis Colt, Andrew Luck's dad, uh, Oliver yeah, yeah. Luck, will be very busy. Who is the? Is it, I think the president of it, or I, I thought he was commissioner. Commissioner, yeah, yeah. Wow. Um, so he'll be busy with you know with that sort of thing. And for him to be like, okay, I have to show up. There's always going to be a shakeup. Yeah. Uh, every time Vince comes, but as oh, soon yeah. as as soon as you see it on, on the face on Facebook or hear it, you know that things are not going well. Oh yeah. Know? Once the psycho Sid start whispering. It's like, uh-oh. oh yeah. Uh, yeah. The one thing I got to tell you, like when I, uh, about this whole promo and the thing in the opening, it did kind of annoy me though that they they decided to have a, a TLC match on Raw, uh, only because I feel like the the TLC matches. Well, we talked about this, the Hell in the Cells. Like these are such intense and crazy good matches that you really start to lose the prestige or or the you know the magic of what this kind of, of match uh, is and what you can do with the storytelling if you do it all the time. You know what I mean? Yes. Um, and I get what they were doing. You, you kind of want to give a taste as to what's coming, but I don't know, man. I just felt like, oh, guys, don't do that on Raw, you know, especially right before TLC. Right before. That's the worst of it. Um, I mean, it was a good seen... match. Don't get me wrong. It was still yeah. good, but. You know, the whole, I always believe when it comes to wrestling, when it comes to a lot of things in life, less is more. Yes. And, yeah, yeah, sure, you gave him a little preview of what Sunday could be, but uh, they may be sick of TLC matches for a little while after, the fans at least. I would say the wrestlers themselves, too. I would, you, I would be too. like, geez, really, we got to do this again? You know what I mean? Like, no way. It gets way. redundant. Um, it, it does get redundant sometimes, you know. Even with, like, Hell in a Cell, like, they're, yeah. there's they have, like, three – Three plus Hell in a Cell matches on the same card. Exactly. Lose its specialty when Elimination Chamber uh, was a. Th- I don't think they do that pay per view anymore, um, or that match. But when they were doing it, they had they had three. I think they had three. Uh, they had a Raw, SmackDown, and ECW one at one time. I could be mistaken. Yeah. Um, or at least a Raw and SmackDown one. And but you know what I mean. Like it loses its. Its significance when you yeah. do stuff like that too much. I feel like they're they're. I don't know. They're they're not giving the their fans enough credit. I feel like they're really uh, honing in on the era we're in now. That instant gratification, that fifteen minute or five minute yes. thing. That, you know, and I feel like that's what they're they're trying to hold like to acknowledge by like we talked about this before we even started recording. Like the uh, the changing of belts so much. The fact that Intercontinental Championship basically means nothing anymore when it used to be such a prestigious belt. Um, like. 
these changes really cheapen everything everything that these guys are working towards and it feels like you're not giving long enough stories anymore there's it just feels like i don't know so i was just got i saw that they were going to do the match i was like oh god and that's immediately right after that promo and i know that this is coming it already made me feel like all right raw's not going to be good this week so i kind of did like a fast forward thing through a lot of it you know what i mean um so the, I guess what was the next thing? The next thing was uh, Rude and Gable against AOP with Drake Maverick. What did you guys think of this one? Uh, it was uh, cool that they won. Uh-huh. Yeah, Johnny, what was on your list? Was this on your list of positives? No, no, <laughs> it was not. Uh, but it wasn't terrible. I would, I mean, it, I wouldn't have put it on a negative either. I just, it was just kind of there. But makes any I, sense. I just yeah. feel like the the momentum that AOP had coming out of NXT has just completely been derailed. And now and this. Here's my question. Here's my question. I personally like uh, Drake Maverick. Like I think before he got into this thing where he urinated on himself, <laughs> he was uh, he was actually he's really good talent. He's a good talker. But uh, currently, let's just say let's go kayfabe with this. Your manager has cost you belts and urinated himself. Why? Have you not fired him? <laughs> That's what I'm saying. These guys had such a momentum, and even to have that aura about them that this was a team to fear. These were bruisers. These were guys that were going to come in and just roll you over. That's been gone now, too, because of stuff like this. Like The AOP now is about as scary as a pack of unicorns. Like It's nothing, dude. It's like, really? Who cares? It's, and that's one of the reasons, just what you said, Johnny, the fact that, you know, he urinated himself, he's cost you belts and you're still cool walking down the, the rail, the runway with him, you know, like no big deal. Yeah. Like they should have started beating the shit out of him and then throwing him out of the ring. You know what I mean? Yeah. Just be done with that. Um, and also, too, how bad is Raw that a thrown together t- another thrown together tag team in the last year? Yeah. Uh, Bobby Roode and Gable have won tag team titles. Crazy. I mean, it. Like there, there's been a lot of thrown together tag teams over the last year that have won the belts, and yeah. it just like what, like what's going on? SmackDown's tag team division is leaps and bounds ahead of Raw's, yep. leaps and bounds. I mean, and it's not because and it's not because of lack of talent. I mean, they got Raw has the revival for crying out loud. That's yeah. a really good tag team, and they're yeah. just doing crap with them. Which they're not Seth, doing anything. Which Seth literally calls out in that open promo, talking about, like, you guys have this, and you're putting them in Lucha house parties? And he's like, what is a Lucha house yeah. party? Which is literally a way for uh, the, the quote-unquote faces to cheat. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. So, yeah. Um, yeah, I, I don't know. This, I don't... I, I love a good tag team match. NXT knows how to do them very well. Uh, but this this raw has to me since the days of Edge and Christian and and the Dudleys and and the Hardys, uh, they've had some good tag teams since then. But it's like they don't know how to uh, really uh, keep us interested from for very long when it comes to tag teams. Which reminds like they, they don't care. Yeah, and I was gonna say which really makes me wonder how much Vince really is saying on this because I mean it sounds like he's got a lot of say in storyline still because we know he's not a huge fan of tag teams at all. Like that's his to him. If he wouldn't have tag teams, you know what I mean? Yeah, I yeah that's know. the that's what I keep hearing on the psycho is He's anti tag team. Uh, let's let's see here. What did you th- is this on 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 your positives here, Johnny? When Ruby Riot unveils a table with Jim the Anvil no, Nightheart no, on it, one hundred percent on my negatives. Good God, uh, what are I, they doing, dude? Now listen here. Uh, yeah, now listen. I don't know why I'm talking to you like you're a child. Now listen here. <laughs> <laughs> now listen here. Uh, I I think Ruby Wright is very 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 talented. Oh yeah, she's being 
uh, under underused. And I think a in in theory a program uh, with uh, Natalia is really good. Like they could do some really good stuff. But I always, 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 always hate it when they take something real life like this. That's obviously something that's very that should be uh, sacred and. I mean, I mean, her dad literally passed away not too long ago, and he was a legend also in wrestling. And they're using that. I, I it just feels gross to me. And I know wrestling does this stuff all the time, and I really should be used to it by now. But stuff like this does just feel yick, uh, yicky. I don't even know. It's not even yucky. It's yicky. Yeah. To me. Yeah, we've seen it. We've seen it a lot of times uh, recently. Yeah. Um, even like in the in the old school days, I don't think they would do anything. Uh, like I that, don't think which so is weird, either. Which is really, you know, it's it's weird, but it's true. You never heard well, anybody well, using what? I was gonna have to go fair. back. I'm trying to think in my memory. Let's but be I just, fair. But I don't let's feel like fair. it was this tasteless. Like this is really. Oh, I, know, I, I, know, I, know, gonna... I know where you're going. Uh-oh. I know where you're going. <laughs> Big Show rode on the top <laughs> oh, of his dad's casket. Right. <laughs> I'm referring to pre pre attitude era. Yeah, okay, like, right, yeah. old school days. Yeah. I knew you were gonna say that. <laughs> Son of a bitch. Uh, <laughs> um, like, you know, you, you never hear somebody reference Andre's death. You know what I mean? That to, to use right. as like a cheap cheap reaction for a storyline. Um, or Benoit nobody would you... or Owen. Or, oh, know. definitely not Benoit. But uh, they, Owen, they, Benoit doesn't exist. <laughs> I'm just saying, you know what I mean? Like, no, it would yeah, be bad you, taste even. But that's my point. I feel like this is just it, bad man. taste, dude. Yeah, yeah. And and what that's what makes me even more mad, though, is... Everybody involved with this angle is way more talented than than this. Right, it's Bush League. Yeah, yeah. I th- I think the match itself will be good because both these women are very good workers. But I I just cannot get behind this angle. It just feels gross to me. <laughs> it, yeah, yeah it, it's the same when they use Roman Reigns for a story, man. It's yeah. just yeah, it's just not the same. Yeah, it's I don't I, right. I don't care for it. No, not at all. What'd you guys think of uh, McIntyre Ziggler? Is this like two weeks in a row? Yes. Yeah, the first one was uh, where he he got they broke up, where they had the breakup. Yeah, uh, and this is where now they they got to fight over it. And okay, uh, it, I mean it was a decent performance. I got to tell you, I was actually impressed with the performance itself. But I mean, I don't know. The crowd did kind of pop for Ziggler for for a minute there. So it's almost like are they really he is he because there's such a shortage in faces. Um, are they? Is that what with ha- what's happening here? Are yeah, Ziggler's the baby. Yeah, Ziggler's right? the baby yeah. face here. He's the face for sure. But what he needs desperately, in my opinion, because he's been around for so long, he needs a break, and he needs to go away for three, four months, maybe even more, and then come back uh, with a bit of a different, uh, like a little darker edges to his character. Yeah, uh, and then I think that would do him wonders. Because he's obviously very talented. I mean, nobody says that the guy can't go. He can go. But, yeah, uh, maybe let him go uh, do some stand-up for a little while and then come back. And uh, Somebody call and Paul. Somebody call Paul. Let's call. Oh, that's a new shirt. <laughs> somebody call Paul. There you go, man. No, that's a, yeah. that's a really good idea. He, you get him to come back as almost like the anti-hero, the, the Becky Lynch-style anti-hero. Uh, the the place will pop, yeah. especially if if McIntyre and Corbin and Lashley can t- continue to do this whole like towering monsters, just kind of you know terrorizing everyone. He could come back and help avenge that. You know what I mean? Right. Yes. Yeah, that yeah. could be really good. Um. 
Yeah, Bailey and Alicia Fox. Man. Oh, how, right. how the mighty have fallen. That was on your positives, Johnny? No, no, <laughs> it wasn't. But it was also not on my negatives. It was just another one of those that was just kind of there. What did you think of the uh, Dean Ambrose promo? Uh... <laughs> yeah, I feel like they they started really well with him, and now it's starting to, to almost become a character. Now he's dressing up like Bane, and like I, I just can't stand that. Like that's just silly too. <laughs> I mean, I don't so, mind the jacket, I was but like, you know, no, no, no. See, I've seen it so many times on the end. This is just me, okay? Yeah, I mean, yeah. You guys <laughs> probably seen it, uh, or this is probably fresh in your mind. But I've been to a lot of shit indie wrestling places where guys. Did that, and uh, I'm like, oh my god, why, why are there why are there five of you shitheads wearing Bane masks and jackets out to the ring? <laughs> five of you on the, the same dark. show. <laughs> five of you, you just live in it. Like, there's this one guy I know. I won't say any names. Uh, he used to come out. He has a Vader mask. Okay, it's a blue Vader mask. Well, he used to, and. A bu- uh, over his Vader mask is a Predator mask. It, like, oh my like, god! <laughs> like, come on! I'm on board. <laughs> <laughs> no, Johnny's like Johnny's like. So when you're gonna tell me something bad? <sighs> yeah, I'm waiting on the bad part. Oh, god. it's oh man, <laughs> so shitty. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. The, uh, this was also the like this really should have been the promo to really set home uh, for us to watch their match, but I thought the promos before this one were way better. Yeah. Uh, I mean, he's a good promo, so it's not like it was terrible, but you know, it just, uh, but I'm with you, Matt. Like he's, he's kind of becoming a caricature in a way, a caricature. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. 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 Speaking of caricatures, uh, Leo rush and Elias. I know this is on your positives, Johnny. Okay. I will tell you this. There is a reason this is on my positives. Let me tell you why. (laughs) Let me tell you why. Uh, this whole kind of side story with Heath Slater. That okay. I was gonna say I was gonna bring that up overall in terms of so Raw was this way, yes. but let me tell you what was actually a shining moment. Yes, that's what I'm saying. Yes, the whole Heath Slater stuff. Yes, I am really, really digging. Yes, like they're putting him in these situations where he's got to do these things he doesn't want to do. Yes, I don't know my uh, my my nephew's in the background laughing at something. I'm sorry, about <laughs> it's that. all good. I thought but, it was uh, a dog dying, so I'm glad no, that's what it was. No. He's watching. <laughs> something. He's a teenager watching something on the computer, laughing. I should have told him to shut up, but he's in the other room. I don't want to yell and be rude. No, you're all good. Uh, but yes, this Heath Slater thing, man. Yeah. Uh, my Heath, my Heath Slater, <laughs> my Heath Slater. Like I think it's just uh, first of all, he's actually got something to do, and he's and that's great. But also, I really like. It's really intriguing to me that you have this character who's being forced to do these things he doesn't want to do. Yeah. I mean, I mean, every he had to ref twice on Raw, yep. and both times he was stuck in a situation that was impossible for somebody who's a babyface. Yeah, it so was great. I, I really I really dug that part. That's one of that is one of my positives is Heath Slater overall. And he played show. it well too, dude. The the looks yes. on his face, you know, the, yes. the hesitancy at certain times, dude. I remember just thinking, man, you know the, the the fact that he's not even in matches right now, but his story right now is it seems to be like this it's a shining moment. It really is. It's it's this guy who wants to be there. He was forced to, you know, fight his best friend and make his best friend quit. Uh, and yeah. then isn't even going to be a wrestler. You know what I mean? It's like it's it's such a, it's so good. I really like this, and I want to see where where it's gonna where he's gonna end up. Like, what is this going to do to him? How is it going to evolve him? What's his next? You know, 
his next run. I'm, I'm yeah. interested in that for real. Yeah, I want to know how he's going to feed these kids. <laughs> we got to figure exactly. this out. Um, but yeah, that so that so that aspect of that match is why I gave this a positive. I see. I know on the, the match itself, or the match itself was eh, but the, the yeah. where he was, he reali- he you know he had to get down and count, and he didn't want to do it. Yeah, that part to me was the positive of this. I'll tell you too. Uh, if I never see Leo Rush again, it'll be too soon. I mean, <laughs> and I get it. He's doing a good job then as that character to make me feel that way. But I just I can't stand that dude, man. I just cannot. He's I can't stand him. <laughs> Yeah, it's he's man. I don't know. He's a really good wrestler, but like he's just really annoying with the with which I guess is what he wants. Yeah, technically. Yeah, yeah. But yeah, for sure. Uh, I know the next one was a positive on your list: the Ronda Rousey, the, uh, Nia Jax thing that went down, and then Ember Moon and Tamina fighting. No, <laughs> <laughs> it was not. Well, that's surprising. <laughs> I know that's a shocker. Yeah, this one was a uh, fast forward for me. Like I just I watched it in in, in fast forward and, and it I got realized. a D plus on Bleacher Report. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> no, that's about I, right. I just, I just don't. I just like make me care. Yeah. That's all I want. Yeah. That's all I want in wrestling. Even if it's a wrestler who. Like I'm kind of iffy on. Make me care about the angle they're in at the very least. Yeah, I could yeah. care less about it. And this whole, I mean, she—they're really, really digging in now with this whole "I'm the fist that broke the man's face" thing. Uh, yeah. You know what I mean? And it's like, oh god. I don't blame them for that because she needed something. But now it's but, overboard. Now it's like that. You should have just yeah, left it at that. I just, I just don't care. And Tamina, and this is no knock on her whatsoever, but like I, you've given us no reason whatsoever to either root for or against her. Yeah, no. She's yeah, I don't know. She, she's like kind of like Alicia Fox, like who's just kind of there, and yeah. nobody knows why. That's <laughs> yeah. that's essentially what it is. Like Alicia Fox is like a ten year vet in in the E right yeah. now, and like, what has she done? And what is she like, doing? Like, I, I don't what is she doing? It. What is going for? What is she doing? Like, uh, yeah. Right, wasn't she on? The, was she on that? Uh, with the uh, on ECW, the one of the dancers. Was she? I I don't I can't remember. I feel like I remember her from from being like there back down with like Layla, and and I think that's where she like started at. And Jeez. yeah, she's had a a like a downward roller like a roller coaster like just the drop. It's yeah. been that for ten years. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, then the the show ends with the Intercontinental match, TLC match, Corbin and, and, and Rollins. And like I said, it's actually a good match, but yeah, it's too much. Like we don't want to. I don't want to see a TLC match right before TLC. I don't. But but this is my positive. It's another positive I had. He Slater stuff in there. Yes, was very very good. Yes, especially really when he was really forced good. to to push him. Oh, I was just like, oh wow. And you know, and then I'm sorry. And then I'm I loved, sorry. Yeah, I love that he was like when Seth Rollins was looking at him. And he was like trying to explain, look, I don't want to do this. I don't want to do this, but I can't let you climb up that ladder. Yeah. Like that part right there was the most intriguing part of the whole night to me is this whole Heath Slater stuff. I, I'm i totally on board for it. Same. Uh, so that was another one of my positives for Raw. And like I said, for the past month or so for Raw, having any positive whatsoever is a victory. Full show. <laughs> let's move on to else. Yeah. yeah let's, let's move on to a better show. Smackdown. Smackdown again. Uh what did you think about now here we go. We open with Daniel Bryan, who for me, I am so loving this fickle promo anymore. I really do. I love the way he yells at everybody and calls them fickle. 
Yeah, it's it's great. He's just taking his personality and just really upping it. Oh my god! And freaking love it. I'm on board for this 100. percent He'll he'll Daniel Bryan. This version of Daniel Bryan is amazing because the old one's dead, you know. Yeah, and, uh, and I didn't realize how much I wanted to see Daniel Bryan versus Mustafa Ali until I was watching it. <laughs> oh yeah, I wish they'd had more time. My I mean, it was God. still a good match. I know. Let them have a feud, man. Those two can go. I wanted to see more. I felt like there was not enough in it. I, I, it was a great, a good match. I'll tell you that. But I feel like it, we could have had a great match to kick off SmackDown. You know what I mean? And I yeah. feel like it, it kind of went shorter than I would have liked. But man, it was Same. great. Yeah, it was really good. I liked it. Very nice. Uh, what did you think of that? Nice. Did you see it? I did. Um, I think it has the potential for more down the road stuff. Yeah. Uh, like uh, like Daniel Bryan's match match with uh, was it that ACA a couple months ago? Mm-hmm. You know, it, it uh, I can't I don't remember the dude's full name, but um, you know, it, it it was a really good match. It was a nice showcase, and that's old school to me. That's old school wrestling, like in the mid nine or mid early nineties when when a uh, a champ like Bret Hart would would wrestle like come off of a pay per view or or whatever heading into a pay per view, but he'd wrestle like uh, a guy who normally wouldn't get a title shot yeah. on the big stage. You know what I mean? Uh, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Brett did that religiously against guys like Papa Shango and stuff. And for Debray to mi- be mixing it up with a guy like Mustafa Ali, which is you know that's that's fun. That's paving the way down the road. It could be referenced back in a storyline if, yep. if it eventually you know something big comes out of it. But I just I like seeing uh, more random matches with uh, you know with with the champs featured. You know it doesn't have to be you know the champ and, and a challenger all the time. It could be the champ and someone else who's not doing anything, just putting on a great match. And yeah. I, I yeah. can appreciate that. Yeah, yeah, yeah I, I enjoy it. It doesn't always have to be for the belt. Like no. It can be just uh, like they. I thought they set their match up very well uh, with all the back and forth they had. And like, why do you – like, you're such a small man. Why do you need a big SUV? You know, uh, like, yeah, I'm, it's – this is one of the things that Daniel Bryan can do really well because he's such a good wrestler. Yeah. Is you can kind of start putting him with anybody. And AJ Styles was the same too, but I don't know why they didn't do this more. But uh, Just start bringing up some guys from uh, from uh, NXT. Not to take them out of NXT. Yeah. But to give them one match. Uh, do some more with 205 Live. They got some really – I'd love to see a Buddy, a Buddy Murphy versus – a Daniel Bryan match. I'd be all over that. One of the things I saw uh, on the Psycho Sids last well, last week or maybe the week before was that 205 Live might be like becoming an end thing. Like they're not going to keep it going, and they're going to start bringing these guys and integrate them in, into the main rosters, into SmackDown and Raw. And so this would be great. You know what I mean? Like to like you said, to bring these guys in and give them a moment to shine. Yeah, you know they're not going to win, right? But when you got people like Daniel Bryan or uh, you know any of these other guys, Seth Rollins, The Miz, these guys can do just enough for these guys, you know, the younger guys or the guys that aren't getting enough time, just to put them over enough, you know, where you just you think uh, that like there's a chance, like you said, after you see this match, now you're like, oh, it's good enough where Mustafa Ali could potentially threaten, you know, Bryan for that title. It, he held his own for a while and it looked good. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, I enjoyed it. I thought it was good, and uh, it does. It makes me feel bad for 205 Live because a lot of those guys don't get much love, and they've got such amazing performers, dude. They've got so many oh, good yeah. performers. Uh, next, we had the uh, rap battle, the Usos in the bar. I- I'm interested to hear what you guys thought about this. 
<laughs> the Ice Ice Baby, the bar version. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I, this was like, this harkens back to the silly days where they do things for the, almost like for the family friendly fun. You know what I mean? That's what this reminds me of. It was, I, I if you asked me, yeah. I could have done without it, but I see what they were doing. I'm the same way when I do any of this stuff. Uh, when it comes to these three tag teams, especially the New Day and, and the Bar, I would say. Uh, I mean, those those too, but they don't really use them for this near as much. But, you know, they're also the same ones they always put in these food fights. And, yeah, these goofy things. Yeah, these always goofy things. But it's because they're so good, they know they can do that and, uh, you know, have like a hardcore match at the same, like later on. And people would still take them seriously. They're, so, in a way... They're kind of like uh, the old version of Kurt Angle, where he could be really goofy, but you still, when he was in a match, you take him serious. Yep. You take him yeah. very seriously. So, uh, so, so I get what you're saying. Like I didn't care for this at all, but I don't really think the, all these guys in that ring are so talented. I don't think it hurts any of them. Oh yeah, I don't think it hurts. For me, it just kind of hurts the flow of the show. You know what I mean? Oh yeah, yeah. But, yeah. but they they got it out of the way right after the Daniel Bryan was. It was like first thing out of the way, and then you can go on. Uh, and then we had the Miz and Shane McMahon. This little bromance happening. Um, yeah, I, I want to know where this is going to go. Like, I need this to to mean something. Like, if you're going to use Miz for this. When he's so good right now, when he's literally at his prime, uh, and everybody under the sun are like, let's give him a title shot, but you're going to use him for this. Let's make this for something. Let's make this to be, let's go all in on a slow, uh, you know, uh, Shane McMahon heel turn or something. Make it mean something. Let's let's do something with this. That's what I, you said it well. He's, he's in his prime. You know, he's actually, for a while there, he was on fire with this Daniel yeah. Bryan feud. Um and then, and now it's this. It's like, why, why, why are we doing this with Shane? It's not like Shane needs somebody to help put him over. It's not like Miz is needing anything out of this. It's, it's what are they doing with this? Yeah, I don't know. I really don't know. I don't. I they're very. I like their interactions together just because it's. They do have a little bit of chemistry, uh, but you know, shame it, man. Oh man, did you see that uh, quote unquote chokehold he won the match with? <laughs> Matt, what did you think of that chokehold? Technically, uh. <laughs> I was I was literally going to ask you this, Matt. As a as a you know, uh, uh, you did you had some professional wrestling yourself, and you know a lot of professional wrestlers. What do you guys think of these of guys that come in and like when you watch what he does? There's not much moves happening. It's a whole lot of like shucking and jiving and a bunch of punches. Right. Um, yeah, I think there was like a bunch. No, 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 Chris, Chris. Uh, when you say punches from Shane McMahon, you have to put those in quotation marks. Oh, I, I, that's right. You guys didn't see my quote ears, my quote yeah. fingers. Uh, <laughs> but and, then, and there was a couple of botched moves in that in that uh, thing with those those local guys as well. But I, I was just wondering what you think and what guys like the, the working guys really think when you've got a talent that comes in who really isn't a wrestler, has not really put in a lot of the time. Uh, learning wrestling moves, but this is their shtick. Like, what's your what's your thoughts on that? Um, I. I know it does bother uh, a lot of wrestlers, especially at the WWE level. Um, but it, wrestling, in all actuality, is smoke and mirrors. And the fact that Shane McMahon can get over and do less, you know, don't do as much as many uh, "quote unquote" wrestling moves, uh, is beneficial to him. And is I guess long term. I mean, he, no, he's not going to be 
wrestling forever, but uh, I mean, bumps bumps hurt, man. No matter if you're on yeah. the receiving end or if you're you know if you're receiving a move or if you're giving a move, and a bump will take year you know a bad bump will take years off your life, and uh, it's it's respectable the fact that yes he is that over uh, for a guy who who doesn't do traditional wrestling moves yeah but um but but for a lot of the guys who do work year-round i know like wrestlemania time gets on a lot of people's nerves uh especially at the wwe level because guys put in that work they're on the road you know almost every day of the year away from their families and then not bring in these other entertainers who who train you know train maybe a month two months before the show Mm -hmm. and uh and put in a lackluster performance, but because yeah. they're a big name and they're a big draw, they're making a lot of money. Um, I can speak for one. Uh, well, actually, it wasn't a big name person, but Luke Harper a couple years ago, he was getting a huge push right before WrestleMania, which was scheduled to be Randy Orton and Bray Wyatt, and they had a big match uh, on the, you know, B- Harper and, and Orton had a big number one contenders match, which Orton won, and, like... You know, he po- he posts about it on Facebook, you know, his personal page, just how much it drives him nuts that he did not get that push at that time because he was the one grinding on the road with the, the heavy schedule, you know what I mean, trying to make a name yeah. for yourself. And it, it legit bothered him that he did not, did not get that title match. And he's been very, like, he's frustrated creatively uh, with everything that's going on. Like, somebody shared a picture because uh, last month, it was like uh, it's been like three or four years since he won the IC title from Dolph Ziggler yeah. for a couple of weeks, and everyone's like, "Man, WWE may- needs to make it happen again." And he got and he replied, "Well, don't count on it." Like that's Ugh. he's very pessimistic um, about that stuff. So, yeah, it, it it it's it is bothersome sometimes, but in like Shane McMahon's case, uh, he's smart. He's smart for not taking as many risks. You know what I mean? Um, and not I guess as many bumps as he has to do. I was gonna say, I guess if you say if you call jumping off of steel cages, not taking. Yeah. <laughs> well, I mean, once I mean, a year, you got to wrestling or wrestling Kurt Angle and get and ask him to throw you through uh, some glass plated yeah. stuff. I was just about to again. say, so I guess maybe that's where he earns his respect with the guys is that he takes yes. those kinds of bumps, you know, not some some little pussy suplex or some shit. Like he's literally it's jumping not the off little hell ones, in a yes. cell. It's not a bunch of little ones. It's like one big one every six months to a year. Yeah. And that is smart working, if you ask me. That's insane. Um, you got to earn that McMahon love. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yes. uh, you were talking about Randy Orton earlier. So Randy Orton cuts a promo also on on uh, SmackDown because he's currently feuding with Mysterio. Um, let me tell you about Randy Orton in my opinion. When we had the Randy Orton who attacked Jeff Hardy viciously, the first time, and then came out. And do you guys remember when he cut that chilling promo where he was just like, "I'm gonna kill all of your 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 heroes." You know what I mean? Yeah. It was so good, and it was like, "Holy shit!" There's a new fire for Randy Orton. That was kind of like a new reignition. And then it feels like the call the car stalled, and now it's just nonsense. <laughs> I just felt yeah. like this because this I to me at least. I, this seems so nonsense. This feud, these two. You know why? Because we've seen it before. <laughs> like it, that's the rest of the reason. The reason I was, I'm agreeing with you about Randy Orton. Yeah. But also the reason I was happy to see Mysterio back is that I was wanting to see him have some matches with some new people. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, and but it's the same. I mean, it's 
it's the same people over and over again. And same with Randy Orton. He's got this new fire, so let's let's take him and have him bring up some new talent and, yes. and really show the new talent and have some great programs with them. Yes, exactly. Uh, but that's that's not what they're doing for whatever reason. Uh, yeah, I don't know. Do you think maybe it's because of uh, Mysterio's age? Do you know it's it's one of these things where it's like the, maybe he's he wants to work with somebody that he's he's worked with before and he knows that can take his his bumps and and he trusts you know what I mean? I don't know. I, I don't think so. I okay. mean, on the Indies, he was wrestling all kinds of different people, right? Oh, Mysterio, you mean? Yeah, um, yeah, yeah. Because yeah. I think he had a he had while he was on the Indies, he had feuds that were just like the same like kind of like this it was it was guys that he you already knew that he'd been going going against for a while yeah when you kind of get to that that age you can kind of do whatever you want you know that that legacy i guess you can just say hey uh i don't know this guy i don't necessarily trust him uh you know i'm gonna i'm just gonna stick with <laughs> i'm gonna stick with what i know and go you know for Rey Mysterio to go against randy orton it's Yes, it's been done before, but it's it's safe for him. Yeah. Because, um, yeah, there's a lot of trust that goes in wrestling, especially at the WWE level. Um, you, you see it a lot. Like if like Punk and, and Ryback, when I did backstage for Battleground in Buffalo uh, all them years ago, two thir- 2013, uh, CM Punk was fucking – he was pissed that he had to go against Ryback. Like – because Ryback just hurt him over and over again. There was no trust at all because Ryback was dangerous, mm-hmm. and uh, you know, it was he came back to the stage and was yelling at Vince and stuff. Oh, it was good times. Good. <laughs> that that was that was a fun little thing to see. Uh, probably the highlight of my weekend. That's awesome. Guy's a fucking idiot. You know, just <laughs> <laughs> stuff like that. But yeah, you, you got to have that trust there, or nobody's gonna want to work with you. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, Rey Mysterio has his knows who he wants to work. He's probably not going to end up putting anyone uh, relatively new over. It's just going to be him doing what he wants, you know, having having decent matches, uh, but lack lackluster storylines. Yeah, that's what it feels like. And the problem is, is we've discussed this on the show uh, many times. Is the amount of talent that they have and. You know, even though like, like Raw is three hours long and SmackDown's two, it's like there's not there. It just doesn't feel like there's they they have enough time to to really make a lot of these people shine. And so you get where they've got you know they're wasting talent, but then you also get what happens in the next the next match. So, so the next match is uh, a tag team match with Jeff Hardy and Rusev against Samoa Joe and Shinsuke Nakamura. So basically, you've got two separate stories that are doing their own thing. And to make sure that there's still enough, it's in people's eyes, and it's still given television time. They put this together so that we could see both storyline feuds take place at the same time. Um, that kind of bothers me sometimes because it's like these these tag teams don't really mesh. The, you know what I mean? It doesn't. I don't know. I see these sometimes, and I'm just like, oh, why? Why are we doing this? Jeff Hardy and Rusev. Well, maybe, maybe, and I always take this into account. Uh, when you're doing tag team matches, it's actually easier on all the wrestlers involved. That's true. I could see that. Yeah. I could see that as as uh, the reason. But in regards, and so most time, I'm not going. Let me rephrase. Uh, in matches like this, where they're throwing in stars together like this, who aren't normally a tag team. Yeah. You know, uh, some tag team matches I can't say that because those guys go crazy bonkers all out. But, yeah. Uh, but you know, um, I mean, that's why 
uh, back in the old days, they would put like uh, if somebody was kind of hurt, uh, you know, they would put them in tag team matches like this. They did it all the time in Attitude Era. I mean, they would put, you know, they'd have these tag team matches sometimes. Yeah, because you can still kind of push storylines. And uh, if somebody's kind of hurting or they need a little bit of a, a, a lesser load, it kind of helps them out a little bit. Yeah, I can see that for sure. I just, I guess, for me, when when I see it, I I, I get this look in my I, like I get this thing, and I'm just kind of like, really, what? Hardy and Rude, and, yeah. and I see what they're doing, and I get it, but it's weird to me. Um, but what it did do, though, it did continue that. I mean, you did still see the whole, you know, Samoa Joe and, and Jeff Hardy feud happening throughout it, but it also gave Rusev that like like push even further like you know you can see that they're pushing it where he's going to go up for the US championship against Nakamura you know what i mean like you they're pushing for for do you guys i i think they're finally going to give him a belt to to carry around yeah oh, he's earned it he's earned it so let's just let him have it i mean they don't know anything with Nakamura yeah so uh you know which is sad but yeah let's just do this then uh, I'm assuming Johnny that the very next match was your positive of the night, Oscar and Charlotte Flair. I'm gonna tell you, I love how they ended it because I love sure. I know how much you love Oscar too. So yeah, yeah, I'm a big Oscar fan, and she's kind of been treading water, as they say. Yeah, uh, and of the three women involved here, she is by far the one who needs the most. I don't want to say work, but you know they kind of damaged her the most. Mm-hmm. Yeah, <laughs> out of these three. Uh, so she needed something, and the fact that she technically beat both women with a kendo stick and, and stood tall yeah. at the end of that, to me, was very, very positive. That was a good so, image, too. The camera yeah. work on that with the, the at the very end with her standing above Becky's broken body and, and flair on the ground, you know what I mean? That was a yeah. very good image. I liked that a lot. Uh, these women, yeah, though, these women are almost like – they're they're down for for going all out like the the viciousness oh, yeah. of these attacks are insane to me dude oh yeah uh i'm looking forward to this match so uh bring on this part for tlc yeah so uh let me ask you something matt have you ever done matches where you you had to deal with foreign objects uh a few times yes how, fu- country how fun is it how <laughs> <From> country <laughs> <laughs> Um, oh boy. Uh, <laughs> uh, I've taken a chair. It's, uh, it hurts. Uh, I've taken, <laughs> it, it hurts. hurts a lot. Um, What's the thing you hated taking the most? I'm trying to think. I mean, probably, probably has to be the chair. Uh, honestly, it, it's simple as it is. Never a headshot. Um, you know, cause you learn to protect yourself with that. But um, yeah, I'm just exposing the business. No big deal. Uh, <laughs> but like the ones to like the body and stuff, those are 100% legit, full swing, full power, uh, hits to the back, and they don't yeah. feel good. Because the idea, uh, I guess, behind it is that the mass of the chair and the mass of your back kind of like lessens the amount of of damage it can actually do. But but I'm it not, still hurts. I'm not gonna say lessens, but it distributes the pain equally. I, I would have to say. Uh, is probably the best way to describe it, um, and you got to make sure you hit with a flat end too. If it's the if it's the one, if it's the other side where there's the, like the little bit of an indent, and you can hit with that, uh, you're getting a receipt. You're gonna get somebody's gonna give you a receipt uh, oh, sure. sooner or later. So <laughs> yeah, so uh, it was a it was a good end to SmackDown, and it's a good kind of uh, 
foreshadowing of the viciousness that's going to come with these ladies at, at TLC. So TLC, like you were saying, Johnny, is tomorrow. You guys want to run through the card and give our predictions on what we think is going to happen? Yeah, let's, let's do, do it. Yeah, let's do it. Um, I'll, I'll start off. I'm on the Wikipedia page, so we'll start from the cool. very top. Um, Fabulous Truth, our truth and Car- uh, Carmella versus Mahalisha, which is Jinder Mahal and Alicia oh, Fox. God. Mixed match challenge finals, and each member of the winning team will be the 30th entrant of their respective Royal Rumble matches at the Royal Rumble. So, uh, <laughs> so you already know that none of the people in this match are going to win the Royal Rumble. <laughs> <laughs> Basic. What if our truth wins the Royal Rumble? Oh, that man. could happen, dude. I would. I would, I would love it. Our truth is experiencing a little bit of a renaissance. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's like he's got kind of a, 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 a lot of roll on his on his. Uh, he's, he's rolling, dude. He's he's moving up there. Yeah. Yeah. So, I do love I do love me some truth. So yeah, I could see him maybe winning the Royal Rumble. Now I don't know about how far they're going to go with that, but I could probably see him winning it. Um, let's see, who do we think is going to win this? Uh, my prediction is I don't care. I'm going to <laughs> surprise you and and uh, completely agree with you on this. <laughs> I truly don't care, even with these things added to it. Like technically. Back in the day, being the thirtieth entrant was a humongous deal. Yes, I know you'd be excited. But nobody ever wanted. Nobody ever wanted. I think like Undertaker was the first person to do it in like two thousand seven. Uh, yeah, maybe. But um, yeah, yeah. yeah. it feels I mean, like if, a I, me- if I absolutely had to pick one, it would probably be our truth and Carmella. Yeah, that's what I think. Yeah, that, that'd be my, they are. But uh, I do. That'd be my truth. But from a booking standpoint, heels technically should. Get the easier route. It's because it makes you more mad and draws more heat. Yeah, but I can't imagine the giant. And this is no offense to you, Jinder Mahal, but I couldn't imagine the sound of the giant fart it would lay when he's the thirtieth infant <laughs> coming out. You know, like it wouldn't even be fair to him. <laughs> That's putting it nicely. <laughs> and if I was him, I wouldn't fallen. want it. Uh, yeah, yeah. I mean, how much? How much he's fallen too? Like. He was champ, WWE champ, what, a year, year and a half ago? Probably a year yeah. and a half ago. Um, and he was actually really, really over. But to drop like this, like this is a this is like a great Kali fall from grace. Like it's 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 bad. It's bad when you're, when you're in your matches like this. Oh, it's just such a shame. Such a shame. Yep. Yeah. All right, well, let's move on. Maybe we'll have more to say about the next right. match. Number I hope. number two on the Wikipedia page states Seth Rollins versus Dean Ambrose for the Intercontinental Championship. Oh, I, I'm actually looking forward to this match because we should actually get a match now. You know, not not this a lot yeah. of this nonsense going on. Yeah, uh, and again, it is for the IC title, and and we talked about it before. It did hold the prestige. You know, it really did. And Seth's actually doing pretty well with it. You know, putting it up for open challenges, uh, you know, putting on some phenomenal matches. So I feel like that belt, again, is is gaining it. So this should be an interesting one because these are two yeah. guys that are that were brothers and now they're fighting for this this belt. Um, who, I, do you, who do you think of the two needs the belt? Dean. Yeah, that's my thought, too. Yep. Yeah. yeah. So I think that's what's going to happen. Seth needed to have good matches. His matches are, you know, regarded as some of the best with yeah. or without the belt. But, yes, Dean definitely needs the help and maybe – 
winning it would be some vindication for his character and and everything that's yeah. gone through. And he's got to yeah, he's gonna dirty win it too. You know that. So there's no way he's gonna oh, yeah. he's gonna clean get get the belt. And yeah, and he's got a dirty deeds win. He's it. got to, and then that's what's gonna help <laughs> that you know draw more heat and and push this storyline a little further. And like you said, Seth doesn't need it, but Seth is, can also lose this belt to Dean and start his quest for the title itself. Yes. Yeah. So. Yes. Um, yeah, like, like you did say, though, it is becoming more uh, prosperous, uh, that championship, a little more prestigious. You kind of yeah. have to when your champ misses most of the year uh, as yeah. well. So. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, that's going right. to be nice if you see Rollins holding the, the WWE championship and then, or I'm sorry, the Universal Championship, and then uh, defending it all the time. You know what I mean? Like, that would be freaking if they, awesome. If, if they let, let him do that, if that's the direction they want him to go, I would absolutely love that. And we talked um, about how quick these belts change. Like, you let him hold it for a while, and where he's consistently, like, fighting for it instead of being gone, and that's why he's holding it for so long, you know? Yep. Yeah. I mean, that's why the Daniel Bryan AJ Styles title change was... Uh, even a bigger deal because yes. Styles had held that belt forever. Yes, so. exactly because of that, and because of how uh, Brian took it. You know what I mean? So yep. it was. Th- yep. It's a perfect way to change it. The belt was. It was long enough. You know what I mean? It wasn't just a month or two. But yeah, it was. It was good. So hopefully that's what we see with this. And like I said, I think we're going to see Ambrose take it. Yeah, I th- I think so too. Agreed. All right, number three on here: Braun Strowman versus Baron Corbin. TLC match. If Strowman wins, he receives a Universal Championship match at the Royal Rumble, and Corbin will be stripped of all authoritative power. Uh, if Corbin wins, he will become the full-time general manager of Raw. Uh, do you, okay. I guess the first question is: Do we think Braun Strowman's going to be able to even wrestle? No. Uh, no. No. Yeah. So if let's say he's not, what do you think they do? Uh, Corbin does some kind of thing where he, he wins by forfeit. Uh, just a little segment. I don't think they'll put anyone else in that match and they're almost going to have to go in the direction of Corbin becoming full-time GM. Uh, here's, here's, here's my thought. I sent you guys that picture of Baron <laughs> yeah, where you know the yes. WWE had announced that Vince McMahon returns to Raw this Monday, and Baron Corbin responds, "I'm probably going to get a raise." And that I love that, by the way, that really made me laugh. <laughs> uh, but uh, my thought here, and this is just me doing the old fantasy booking, booking is uh, Baron Corbin wins by forfeit. Obviously, he gloats about it, makes a big deal that ha ha, I'm in charge. And uh, and he goes, I can't wait to see Vinnie Mac tomorrow and get my race. And then when Vince shows up tomorrow, he, he fires obviously him. fires him. Yeah. That's kind of what I think, too. I think even if Strowman wins, Corbin pulls it off and then gets fired Monday night. Yeah, same. Same. So Next. Next, Ronda Rousey, Nia Jax, Raw Women's Championship. Hmm. I'm looking forward this, to this one. This could be a sti- like a stiff, like hard hitting match. Yes, that's I, why I really I'm looking think- forward to it. Yeah. Uh, uh, we know Ronda can take punches for real. Now that yes. Nia Jax has this whole "I've got my fist" thing, uh, I wonder if they're going to let that play out. They're going to let her kind of, you know, not not all out just knock her. You know what I mean? But not pull back so much. 
Right, because you know it's not going to be a technical matchup. Because uh, no. Nia Jax is not technical by any means. No, and I and don't feel like Ronda is is where she needs to be yet to be able to pull off like some really beautiful technical shit. You know? No, I mean uh, she she might be able to, but for the sense and flow of the match, it's definitely not. I don't think it's going to happen that way. I um, think the I, to me because of the two involved, they have to make this match more closely resembling a sort of UFC type thing. Yeah. A shoot, or a legit fight. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. And uh, just do it with a lot of submissions and stuff. I mean, I don't know how else you'll have a, uh, you know, Ronda's had some very good opponents who have kind of helped carry her, which is what you need. And I, and, and that's just not who, you know, Nia Jackson needs the same thing technically. So, right. I, I don't know. I, I'm on the fence about this one. If I'm being fair and honest, I, I I don't know. I think it could be either surprisingly good or truly awful. Yeah. I think Ra- Rousey's going to end up keeping the title, though. Uh, and, oh, yeah, and I, I agree I, with that. I yeah. predict it's going to be a win by submission. Yeah. I agree I agree with that. Yep. Um, all right. Up next, Daniel Bryan and AJ Styles for the WWE Championship. This could be match of the night. Uh, these two guys are high caliber. Everybody knows it. I'm really looking forward to this one. I, I like both guys a lot, and I think they can put on one heck of a show. So uh, I'm going to assume, since Daniel Bryan's on this new heel turn, that he kind of needs to keep winning. Uh, so I'm going to say he wins, but he cheats to do it. Yep, oh, I yeah. agree. Yep. I agree about everything you said on that. It's going to be a high-energy high, high energy match, hopefully. Uh, we're gonna. I'm hoping we're going to see some spots between these two guys we've not seen before. Uh, yep. Yeah, is this, this has the potential – uh, if if the women's SmackDown championship doesn't, this is going to be the match of the night. Yeah, and my question to you guys would be, uh, who do who do each of these guys face after this program with each other? See, I'm I'm saying if Brian keeps the uh, belt, this gives Rollins a chance. Oh no, sorry, wrong 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 one. Uh shit. Who else is who else <laughs> would go for it? The Miz? Now the Miz turning? You know what I because he's Maybe. I feel like Miz is tied up with Shane McMahon a little bit too much right now. I would love to see uh, a Miz and Daniel Bryan uh, championship match with roles reversed right now. Yeah. Uh, yeah. But immediately after, I have no idea. Or what if what if uh, Vinny Mac is coming in and, and to shake up the roster as well, and we do see Rollins go to SmackDown? I'd love to see Rollins versus Bryan. Oh yeah, that yeah, that'd be a great match as well. But yeah. in reality, that's, in reality, that's a good thing you just said though. Uh, what if he is coming in to, to shake up the <laughs> rosters as well? That'd be cool. That would be kind of interesting. Let's do it. But uh, yeah. but yeah, I would love to see Miz go go at Brian for it. And then, but that's well, the thing. What is obviously AJ, I'm on board for that. What are we gonna do with AJ though? Like where, what feud, and what else is he gonna be messing with now? Yeah. Because Samoa <laughs> Joe set his sights on on Matt Hardy, and there's no titles involved. He's just all of a sudden interested in, in picking on Matt Hardy. Uh, or Jeff, you mean? Or Jesus, Jeff. <laughs> he does this. By the way, just so the audience knows, Chris does this at a cost all of basis. the time. All the time. I think there was something that I did back in the day for when I did the back issues podcast. I used to say uh, Wilson Fisk, Wilson Phillips yeah. Fisk, or some shit. I couldn't remember what it was. I, oh, Carlton Fisk. I called him for a while, and I was like, "Damn it, not Carlton Fisk, Wilson Fisk." <laughs> <laughs> so uh, yeah, dude. Uh, but anyway. Uh, yeah, Brian's going to take this one. Dirty. Uh, yeah, I think so. Yeah, yeah. I got to say, just keep the momentum up. It's too soon for AJ to get the title back. If they did, it would 
it would just pretty much destroy everything of Daniel Bryan's title run so far in this heel turn. I mean, he could keep the yeah. title and then keep feuding with Styles for a while, so that could keep yeah, going Yeah, maybe for a one bit. more match and then let's pull the trigger on Miz. Like, yeah, like, I think a Royal that Rumble encounter. I think a Royal Rumble encounter between the two would yes. be a perfect blow-off. Because uh, that seems to happen a lot. Is Royal Rumble's a blow-off for a feud for a title, for title matches. Yeah. And then going forward, you know, everything else is heading towards WrestleMania. So it's it's possible. Make it an Iron Man match, too. Yes. Oh, man. I See? would love that. There you go. Somebody call Paul. <laughs> Next one. Uh, I don't know if it's still going on, but Becky Lynch, Charlotte Flair, and Asuka. Yeah. Um, for the women's SmackDown Women's Championship. Uh, I think Becky's still out, if I'm not mistaken, right? No, she's in it. Oh, she is in. Okay, she's so coming in. Yeah, it's coming in. Okay. Yeah, uh, and I think she's going to keep the title still. I really yes. do. Uh, but I, I do yeah. feel like this has the potential to be the match of the night. I agree. I agree. This is another one that could really steal the show. Uh, it, I, I'm totally cool with it being the main event too. By the way. Oh, uh, yeah. Same here. I yeah. think they should. If you ask me, I really yeah. think this should be the main event. I, I'm going to have to agree with you. I'd put this in the. Uh, Styles Brian matches is the last two. If it was me, uh, I don't know if they'll do that because it's two SmackDown stuffs in a row. But yeah, it's this. All three of these women are very good. This could be one heck of a match right here. I mean, we got some three amazing wrestlers going on. And uh, if I would say if if uh, and that's a big if they decide to take the belt off Becky, then you got to give it to Oscar. And if that happens, the way they can do that is maybe since Charlotte and Becky have obviously got a little uh, thing where they don't like each other going back and forth, they can cost each other the belt. Oh, you could see that. And then Becky wouldn't lose the fire or the role she's on. Like, she would still be over. Right. And be wanting to fight her way back to get that belt from Asuka. Honestly, to me, she's at a point now just like Stone Cold was when he was so huge. Uh, even though he did have the belt, he didn't always have the belt no. because he didn't he didn't always need it. Yeah, no, exactly. He dropped the belt, yeah. and then he was feuding with Vince. He was doing this. It was like he didn't yeah. have the belt, but he was still cataclysmically high. Yeah. Yes, same. and I think she can do the same. So yeah. Uh, so if they're going to pull the trigger on this, a three-way is a great way for her to lose the belt without actually losing anything, uh, and it can keep her program with Charlotte going. And which can eventually somehow evolve into the whole four horsemen, horsewomen stuff. So, yeah. Uh, and and it would give Oscar the bump she desperately needs and deserves, in my opinion. So, I don't know. What do you think, Matt? Uh yeah. I'm gonna I'm gonna say keep it on Becky. Uh, bigger personality right now. Uh, with everything, there's a lot of hype behind her. Uh, so yeah, I'm gonna say Becky. Keep it with Becky. I'm gonna to have to. Say, I I do think Becky wins it. That's that's what I think. Yeah. But uh, but also could see a way that Oscar wins it. That's the only reason I even said it. I I see the way in which it could happen. Doesn't mean it will. Right. Right. Cool, All cool. right. Next up, Finn Balor, Drew McIntyre. Which is that still happening? Because I mean, with Finn being sick, that was one of the ones that. Yeah, might this be up is in the, the one air. that's up in the air. Okay. We don't even know if it's going to happen. And it's a so. chairs match, right? Oh, yeah. it's just right. Well, it oh, just says regular? regular match on Wikipedia. Oh, it's a regular but, one. Okay. Um, oh, the Randy Orton Mysterio one's a chair. Yes, yes, yes. Okay. Uh, if this match does happen, Drew McIntyre gets the win. Uh, yeah. I think. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Same. They he's getting like that. The, the, yes, they have. They absolutely have to. Because if they don't, if they slow him down at all, uh, they're gonna miss out on a big opportunity with Drew. Uh, yep. So yeah, McIntyre for the win. I think. 
Uh, Same. I agree. All right. Next match, Elias and Bobby Lashley, uh, a ladder match with a guitar suspended above the ring, <laughs> and the first to retrieve it can use it as a weapon. Uh, I say Elias wins this one because he's getting a pretty good push uh, going face right now, and this will just help push it. You know what I mean? It'll keep it. It'll keep him uh, where the fans are going to keep cheering for him. I can't say. I mean, I don't. He's been he's been losing to Lashley and and Leo Rush with all this nonsense lately. I just I don't know. I can't see them him losing again at the at TLC. I I would hope not. Uh, yeah, I hope especially not. Especially turning him face as over he as he is too. Um, he could definitely use the win for this one. For him to lose at the hands of a guitar would be absolutely insulting. Right. So, yeah. Exactly. Also, though, I want to throw this out there. Uh, I don't know if I like his face turn. Like I get it, but at the same time. The, one of the reasons I loved him is his songs were all heel songs. Yeah, no, that's it's definitely sad. true. Uh, but now he writes songs that are that criticize the other wrestlers he's against. Yeah, he's kind of doing a lot, kind of like The Rock would do, just in music form. Yeah, which I, the Rock would do it in music form at times too. But yeah, so uh, I don't know. I, I I think he can obviously pull it off. I just really love the heel songs. It it feel it feels like when they turn Bad News Barrett uh, babyface because he was over. And yeah. it ruined him. It ruined his. Yeah, it, it completely did. ruined his character. Um, it, and yeah. then he left. He just left the business. That was it. That <laughs> yeah. was it. I mean, Bad News Barrett was awesome. And I got some bad news. news. <laughs> it was so good. <laughs> yeah, and, I you know, he it. had a, the match after WrestleMania with Rey Mysterio, and he was super over. And then, yeah, they turned a baby face. He did a run-in, and it was weird. It, it, there was also another time too where they turned Umaga heel or excuse me babyface uh, for a month, and that was it. That was it. Like it ruined Umaga's character yeah. after that. Yeah, not taken seriously. So I, yeah, I hate to see them do it to Elias because I think he had a lot more to do as a heel. Yeah, but yeah, what are you gonna do? Yeah, but yeah, I think well, Elias takes do? this. Yeah, yeah, I'm gonna go with Elias as well. I'm gonna go with my hope. And say he wins it. All right. Next up, triple threat tag team match: The Bar, The New Day, and The Usos. This is going to be this championship, guys. This one could maybe also be a, a sleeper hit too, as well. Wow, yeah. another SmackDown match. How, what do you know? Uh, yeah, what a shocker. <laughs> another match I'm looking forward to happens to be on the These SmackDown. These are the three brand. best, ta- absolute best tag teams in the E right now. Um, yeah, as yeah. Far top of their game. Talents, yeah, all three on top of their game. Everything. Um. And I think the bar just won these titles recently too, within the last maybe month, two months. Yeah. Uh, I'm gonna say the bar pulls it off. I think we're gonna see yeah. the bar pull it off, but I, I also think we're gonna see it at the hands of the Usos. I, I see the Uso because they've been face for a minute here, but I gotta, I gotta tell you, I think they're gonna bring them back to heel. It feels so weird when you see them getting along with the New Day. You know what I mean? Yeah, for as many, yeah. all the bouts and and like really crazy, big stipulation matches that they had. Yeah, yeah, it doesn't make any sense. No, so I feel like there's gonna yeah. be that we're gonna see that coming here super soon. Uh, and I could see them maybe do it t- t- tomorrow night. You know, the bar win because the Usos did some nonsense dirty on the New Day. Not not wanting the bar to win, but it, that's what ends up happening. You know. Right. Yeah. So yeah. We'll see. And I think out of these three tag teams, the ones who could use the belt, quote unquote, that they're still very good is the bar. Yeah. So yeah. The other two have had the belt enough and they don't really need it. 
Yep, yep. True, true. All right, next up, Natalia Ruby Riot tables match. Uh, uh, I think the right w- with this past this segment this past week on Raw <laughs> that it is almost a shoe in for Natalia to win yeah. this one. Oh yeah, for sure. Yeah, she kind of has to, right? Yeah. I mean, you gotta. Uh, he Vince McMahon does like having a few happy endings on his pay per views. You know, this in the to give the fans a little bit of some uh, good feelings, I guess. And this would be yeah. one where. If you're at all invested in it, you want to see Natalia get that win. So as long as they really uh, don't pull out a table with Nightheart on it, dude, that'd be. Uh, so I got awesome. a feeling they're going to. I, I just I know, know so. it's gonna it's gonna happen. I hate to tell you this, I know it's gonna happen. Just to reiterate it and get more heat on uh, Ruby Riot, that's for sure. Yeah. Uh, yeah, but yeah, I'm gonna go and say I'm gonna say uh, Natalia for this one. Yeah, I say the same. Same. All right, next up, Cruiserweight Championship, Buddy Murphy, Cedric Alexander. Going to be a great match. Another one that could steal the show. Uh, yeah, both of these guys had a great match before. Both of these guys can really go. Oh, man, I'm actually really looking forward to this oh, one. Oh, yeah, oh, yeah. I'll tell you what. Yeah. The the more we talk about it, all these matches, it's a, it's actually looking like TLC's got a really good card. You know what I mean? This, this is this, one of the best uh pay-per-view cards i've seen outside of the big four in a while now right yeah yeah Yeah. this is this might even be better than survivor series to be honest with oh i would say so so far i think so this so this cruiserweight championship i think is gonna be phenomenal uh like we said because these guys are amazing performers uh buddy murphy just got the belt so i i don't see them giving it back to cedric immediately um i agree so I'm, i'm seeing murphy hold on to it same Yep, same here. And it's going to be a great match, too. It's going to be hard fought, but, yeah, we're going to see it. And uh, the last match listed here is 12 matches on the card, Rey Mysterio and Randy Orton in a chairs match. Yeah. Man, I don't know. I, this I, is going to be a boring – like, not to me boring, but this is to me is one that I'm not interested in, so I'm hoping it's, like, right there at the beginning with Finn Balor and Drew McIntyre. Yeah, maybe a hot opener. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I mean, Matt's even yawning. And talking I was about, about to it. say he just just thinking of the match is making him tired. <laughs> <laughs> He's bored of and the that's, match, and that's not a knock on either guy because both guys we really like exactly. a lot. Yeah. But it just, but, yeah, it's just We've a watered it. down version of what we you know seen in the past. Yeah, know? when they were yeah. both My, super prime, super prime. You know, Rey Mysterio and Randy Orton feuds to me are are the ones where right before WrestleMania 22 when all the personal stuff was said, and now it's just. Yeah, just a watered-down rehash, you know. Um, like I said, Rey Mysterio is probably very comfortable working this. He doesn't care because he knows Randy Orton, and they've both worked each other uh, several yeah. times. So, um, but other than that, had to pick a winner, probably Rey. It's definitely not going to be the main event, uh, even though it's listed last on here, but I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to go with Rey. Yeah, I I'm say gonna, so, too. Uh, we've, we basically agreed on everything, so just to be different for once, I'm just going to go Randy Orton. <laughs> <laughs> Literally, just to be different, uh, I'm okay if I'm wrong. Nice. Yeah, it's looking to be a, a enter, a t- entertaining. I'm definitely looking forward to a whole bunch of those matches. Um, yeah, same here. Overall, man, this 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 has the potential to be one of these pay per views where we're gonna walk away and say, "Oh, this is good," you know. And they'll have and they'll go into 2019 on a high. Uh, and speaking of going into 2019, so. We were talking about at the beginning of the the show, real quick. I wanted to touch on this. Um, Ring of Honor just had their end of year spectacular, their final battle. Yes, 2018. At the end of which, uh, there was a curtain call for Cody, 
Rhodes, the Young Bucks, Marty Skrull, uh, all these guys whose contracts are running out. Um, and there's this huge, and they, they kind of hinted that they're the big things coming. Um, there's all kinds of articles that have been written, things on social media in the past couple of months about uh, big plans that these guys are have in the works. If you watch their Being the Elite YouTube video series, uh, they've been talking about some big project in the works, especially with the help of somebody by the name of H. Um, so, <laughs> yeah, exactly. So the so everyone had a feeling that maybe that they were going to start their own wrestling promotion. Well, apparently that seems to be the case. Uh, what I saw in Deadspin was that the, the I guess he's a co-owner of the Jacksonville Jaguars. Some Khan is his last name. He's like a, a multi-billionaire or something. He is investing or maybe he's getting investors to, to do it with him but he's there he and cody and the bucks are creating all elite wrestling and the idea yeah, is this this has not been confirmed not 100 percent, but like there's right. all this crazy I stuff just, uh, yeah i just want to put that out yeah, there yeah. we're not saying this is definitely happening no no no, no but, but we could be getting work for all we all, know yeah but all these reports but, sound about yeah. like something that's happening what did we say that there was this report talked about um there were copyright things that had been filed, trademark things that were filed with the government yeah, for certain yeah. things. One for TV shows yeah, and such. For two different pay-per-views, the ones that are going to follow all in. I think one of it's – what's it called? It's going to be called Double or Nothing or something or uh, – and the other one's All Out. And then also for a TV show, a TV show called Tuesday Night Dynamite, which in 2019 we know SmackDown's moving to – Fridays, Fridays, which opens yep. up Tuesday nights, and even the title of that doesn't that sound like an old school wrestling show? It does, and I actually appreciate yeah. the name. I love it, dude. Yeah, same. I love it. Uh, when I first heard it, I was like, "Really?" And then I really started thinking about it. I was like, ah, "It's kind of on board." That's this. old school I wrestling. The, you know? I hope the graphics really cheesy too. Oh, I would be oh, yes. so down. Also, I also I hope the H referred to uh, by them is uh, Haku. That's, That's <laughs> or hacksaw Jim Duggan. Well, here's the thing: oh, Haku, Haku is in in New Japan with the Bullet Club. Ooh, oh, so <laughs> swerve. Maybe uh, another name. Haku. Another name you didn't say. Speaking of of Japan, uh, is Kenny Omega, whose contract go, uh, comes up in I think a month. Yeah. So that he the the idea so. is he's probably going to be joining this elite promotion as well. Um, yeah, so th th then there's other things that are happening on the Psycho Sids, which are that possibly it could be some sort of partnership with the WWE um, because some people are talking about the Triple H thing. Like it, Triple H might be the one that's negotiating this thing, and that's what the whole H is on there being the elite. Uh, yeah. I guess last night during Final Battle, two things happened that were kind of symbolic. And the Bucks are very uh, – the Bucks and Cody – uh, are very well known that when they have projects going on, like when they were when they were teasing all in, there was all kinds of teasers. You'll go back to matches that you'll see them do like little signals or things where you it's it's like they're putting Easter eggs out there. So two things happened at Final Battle that started making people talking, saying, "Is this a partnership with the E?" One of them was uh, in the middle of the match. The, there was a, tra tra a tag team match, a, a three way tag team match between. The Bucks, the Briscoes, and um, I can't remember the name of the other team. It's like you, you see something or other. Um, there, there, there was a title match on the line, and in the middle of the match, the Bucks were in the middle of the ring, and they two sweeted each other. They ignored the cease and desist, and then straight up two sweeted each other. 
um, yeah. which is a big deal because they've actually been respecting the cease and desist. Even though they've made fun of it and they do all that stuff, they've respected it. You don't see them doing it. Uh, they did it. You know what I mean? And it could be because it was like, hey, what are you going to do? You know, We're not with Ring of Honor anymore. It's not going to hurt Ring of Honor. Uh, but people are saying maybe it's okay for them to do it now because something's going on with the E. And the thing with Triple H is in the middle of this match as well, they pull out a sledgehammer. Hmm. The game's old school, you know, foreign object. Yeah. I see, that's what bothers me uh, the most is that if it if they, they could just be working us. Yeah, which, uh, which it, it does feel that way, dude. It totally feels that it way. It does. But, um, man, I hope it is not in affiliation with WWE because that would, I mean, my, my whole motivation behind getting behind these guys is that they are not, they're going against, uh, right. WWE, they're not want to work with them because it's they're trying create to give an alternative product, create competition. Exactly, creativity and, goes through the roof, dude. Yeah, it, it, and and for them to, uh, if they go there and and getting assistance from them uh, at all, it just, I think it's going to end up. It's going to cheapen what they're doing. A hundred percent. Like I, I won't be invested in it at all. It will yeah, destroy this, uh, this legacy that Cody that I've been, you know, told to believe in by elite. You know, yeah. Uh, it would just ruin their image for me. I had to be like, uh, okay, yeah. You know, another I, an hour, another hour, hour or two of WWE esque, uh, you know, stuff. Yeah. So I think you, I think you're on the money there because I feel like a lot of fans are going to be that way. Um, the only reason so many people were talking was because they did that, and again. They've been also known to work people with stuff like that before. You know, they've teased about being signed, getting ready to go sign with the WWE before, and there was never a thing happening. It was just messing around, and, and it was yeah. kind of like alluding. They never really said anything, but they were just messing around, like you said, working us. Um, but the, the reason the Psycho Sids exploded was because there was also uh, talk about how there's people inside the E who are talking about. Um, Big changes coming January 2019 and that the year 2019 for the WWE looks very promising. Like there's a lot of people in the, within the organization that are looking to the next year as being a very positive for, for the network itself. So it's going to be interesting if you ask me, but um, let's let's take the E out of it. What do you guys think overall about this? I mean, because like you said, uh, Matt, it's it's like there's this new legacy that Cody's kind of building, and it's almost like he's following in his dad's footsteps. You know what I mean? Creating it's very this. it's very grassroots feeling. Yeah. Um, if if they stay, you know, unaffiliated with the E, um, it's super grassroots because it it is hard to just be like, hey, we're starting up an independent pro wrestling company uh, nowadays and compete because I mean, look how difficult it's. It, it, it's been for you know to really compete with anybody. You you see like Ring of Honor. The Ring of Honor has been a mainstay for sixteen, maybe seventeen years now. Yeah. Uh, and then there's been other ones that have come and gone, like Chikara and Dragon Gate and you know Jersey All Pro and like these really elite look sounding and and looking uh, companies, but you know they don't last. And uh, but people are really behind this one. It's it's different. It's unique. Yeah. yeah. And and it, it's on paper on paper right now. It is a really, really good thing for independent wrestling uh, and wrestling in general going forward. I also feel like it's probably the closest we're going to see to a legit promotion that can take on the juggernaut that is the E. Yes. 
And as small yeah. as that's, it's it's almost like the David and the Goliath thing, but everybody's behind David because we know how that story's going to end. Right. Yeah. Uh, I, in my opinion, if uh, like when it comes to the WWE's involvement, I would rather they just join that company if that's what they're going to if they're going to have any involvement at all, I'd rather them just join. Right. It. I mean, if that's what you're going to do. But if you're going to start your own thing, which is what I hope they do, because that'd be fun. It'd be fun to have somebody that's an alternative. Uh, with some real, apparently some really good backing. I mean, there's some real financial uh, heavy hitters backing this up. If the Sekasids are to be believed, uh, then this could be a very good thing for pro wrestling in general. Well, you did see uh, that that they they talked about how Cody Rhodes was seen in the in the uh, manager's box or the whatever you call it, right. the whatever owner's at box. Jaguar games. Yeah, Jag- yeah. yeah, yeah. So uh, a lot of cool stuff could be happening. That's what I'm. That's what I'm hoping for. But I was also telling you. Chris, uh, the one thing I found really interesting, especially in the article that we read that was talking about this on the Psycho Sids, is the Ring of Honor side of this. Uh, you know, for the longest time in the States, especially, Ring of Honor has probably been kind of considered the sort of uh, number two ish, you know, company uh, when it comes to pro wrestling. Yeah, number one. They indie. have, yeah, they have a bit, they have, they do have a TV deal, but it's like literally in my area, they play shows once a week on a Saturday, like after midnight so i always miss it yeah so it's not the greatest uh the 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 guy who runs it i'm blanking on his name uh doesn't like to spend money and it shows a lot of the times apparently they just recently got good lighting (laughs) i read that that's Uh, crazy yeah because the guy just doesn't like to spend money despite the fact that he has all this talent he signs good talent so there is money there uh but this to me could be a real it could be really great for pro wrestling if they start their own stuff, but also it's I think it's going to really hurt Ring of Honor. Yeah, oh for sure. Yeah. I definitely think it will. Right now cuz with them leaving, like I've kind of lost interest in that Ring of Honor uh New Japan MSG show before yeah. WrestleMania. I've lost interest in it personally. Um that definitely hurts that draw, I think. Um, what it could have been something really amazing, something really good, but yeah, I have I have no interest in it right now. Same. Yeah, it'll be. Um, what I do have interest in is if there really is an all elite wrestling in AEW, dude. I'd be totally down for it. Uh, sign me up. I don't care what yeah. channel it's on. I'm gonna make sure I watch it. I DVR it. Whatever I got to do to see every episode. Uh, and but these guys, let me tell you something. These guys are such entrepreneurs and they're such like forward thinking and cutting edge thinking in regards to what they're doing with the business. I mean, just think about the fact that they have their own YouTube series being the elite. You know what I mean? Like people watch, have you watched any of these? I've seen some. It's just, you know, it's just them kind of behind the scenes sometimes. And then sometimes it's part of there's, there's storylines that continue through the, through these, you know, little episodes and, and it's, it's super creative. So I, I wouldn't, I mean, it wouldn't be to me. It wouldn't be surprising whatsoever if part of this whole entire package is you also get a streaming network from them, kind of like the WWE, where you'll get all kinds of content that you can watch. You know what I mean? Yeah, and I wouldn't hate that. Yeah, yeah. Uh, any competition at all is always good for the consumer. So bring it on. I hope. Bring it on. <laughs> oh, yeah, there you go. That's from the Psycho Sids. Um, anything else you guys want to talk about? Anything else you saw before we uh, head out of here? Uh, no, I think we did really, really good today. Covered a lot of stuff. So, yes, I'm, I'm done. I'm done. You're done talking so, wrestling tapping now. Out. Yeah. I'm tapping out. Oh, he's tapping out. Ladies and gentlemen, he's tapping out. Oh, my God, he's tapping out. <laughs> um, 
All right, yeah, that's good for us, man. Thanks so much for listening, everyone. We'll see you next week. Harley Kayfabe. Uh, goat tables, ladders, chairs, match. Goat tables, ladders, chairs, match. See you later. One, two, three.